0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast, Do You Reckon We Can Meet Leo? The podcast in which we attempt to meet the legendary actor himself, Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: We talk everything and anything Leo, devise schemes to meet him, and hopefully entertain you all with our show.
0: So profoundly true! I'm Lizzie Heath, and as always, I'm joined by my favourite fanfic writer of all freaking time...
1: Stephanie Meyer. Yes,
0: that's right. Oh, my gosh, it's Rocky. Rocky from My Dad Wrote a Porno. Hi, how are you, Rocky?
1: Uh, I'm pretty good, Lizzie. Uh, Adrian. Um, uh, my dad wrote a porno.
0: And, of course, oh. that was actually Sam Arthur speaking. Sam, Sam, how are you today? <laughs>
1: I'm pretty good, I've been, you know, locked down yeah. Okay, enough with the Sylvester Yes, no um, As you can see, uh, Lizzie and I are dealing so well in lockdown I was just saying before, um, I've had to put a sign at the front of my room To indicate that it's, you know, live recording occurring You know, if I could get like that light that flashes red, like on air That'd be sweet
0: Oh wow, that'd um, be really profesh
1: yeah, dedication. But no, yeah, because I've got people who're walking up and down the hallway. You know, people have walked in before. I think my sister at one point like walked into an episode, <laughs> like as I, we were either in the middle of it or we were like chatting at the end. And she was she was just having a conversation. She just opened the door, not even a knock, knock, a It was open convers open, open opening the door. Hadn't even seen my face. Started talking at me, <laughs> then clocked it. It was like ah. Oh,
0: I think she was asking yeah, if you, you wanted dinner.
1: I remember it differently. I remember her, you know, just yelling abuse at me. Um, oh, she's actually, she's been making TikToks and she got me to help her film one. <laughs> Where I was like, and I was full, we were full on storyboarding. It was great. It was, um, it was an experience. Um, I don't think I'm going to work with her again. Aww.
0: Do you, <laughs> you want to promote her TikTok at the end of the episode?
1: Absolutely not. No, no. No, she can she can earn it the hard way like we have, like we have through hard work, dedication, determination, and you know, writing up content that the masses will eat by eat or eat into. But uh how's your week babe, Lizzie? How's Lockdown Life treating you? Lockdown Edition 2.0.
0: 2.0, baby. We're going viral. Literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just got what you said Fuck We should start a podcast That was good That was really good
0: Thank you so much I feel like Yeah I feel like we do have Some good cam Like I think that Maybe we could Do you think? We'll work on it we We'll storyboard it you... <laughs> We'll get Cass to storyboard uh, it
1: <laughs> Yeah Guys Do you reckon We can start a podcast?
0: Do you reckon We already have And no one listens? <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: Who's to say? No one knows. But no, how is your week going?
0: Thank you so much for asking. Look, I recently had my second jab. Yes, thank you so much. She's jabbed and ready to flirt and ready to flaunt her arms, her vaccinated yep. arms. I feel like there's something different about okay. me. As soon as I had Pfizer, I was like, I'm a different woman.
1: You know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah. this girl yeah. is
0: on Pfizer. This girl is on <laughs> Pfizer. You know, there's something about her. She's a little bit cooler. She's a little bit more, like, flirty. She's just, like, ready for yeah. fun, you know?
1: Just ready. Well, you know what? I'm I'm blessing the rains down in AstraZeneca. Uh, so... That's that's the level that I'm at. I wonder, you know, could we continue this podcast now that we're, you know, we've been vaccinated with different chat? Like, how does this work? Because uh, I know there's some studies showing that they work to better in unison. I don't know if I can, you know, keep this up with someone else who's been jabbed with the with the Pfizer. With
0: you know? the Pfizer, yeah, I'm a Pfizer girl. I'm not. I'm not not happy about it. I'm a Pfizer girl. I'm pretty proud of it, actually. Mm
1: high Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> high Pfizer. Uh, oh, you got me. You got me. Guys, go out and get the jab. No matter what it is, you will feel safer. You're doing your community better. Um, and yeah, I'm not a scientist, but...
0: <laughs> what? You fooled me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I fooled you. Batman's a scientist. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Well... Um, we, we've had a few, um, interesting guests the last few weeks. Like we've had some great fun. We had Army, we hit Alex on last week. You know, it's, it's just been so much fun, but it's back to just us two now. It's back to the, the yin and yang, the, the, uh, Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio to Kate Winslet, the Leonardo DiCaprio to Claire Danes, um, the the I've got some more the Leonardo DiCaprio to Johnny Depp, the yeah you know, Leonardo DiCaprio to Marky Mark, in a few movies. Mhm.
0: The Leonardo DiCaprio um, to Matt Damon. Leonardo DiCaprio to um, Brad Pitt. Once more time in Hollywood? Yes. What? About, why did you never say Margot Robbie? Now I'm offended.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio with the. My panties.
0: (laughs) I'm just so sick and tired (laughs) of my panties.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. And the reason I thought of that is because panties, pussy posse, you know, where it's all coming together.
0: It's all coming back to me. (laughs)
1: So yes, no, it's just us two in the studio today, and by studio I mean our respective bedrooms, but that doesn't mean that we're going to have a bit of fun today, we're going to have a bit of a bit of a, a journey, I think, because I have got for you an update in the fanfic of the podcast. The podcasts, I think, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but this podcast's favourite fanfic in this podcast, you know, the number one fanfic of this podcast.
0: I think it was rated is that. There. I think, yeah, no, the was- ballots are in and one girl has to win. She's quirky, she's fun, and now she's number one. Yeah, fanfiction. Our fanfiction yes, that- has definitely won awards within this podcast for being the best fanfiction that is within this podcast. Yeah.
1: yeah, what are some of the other awards that I've won? Oh well, sorry, not that I've won. The the ghostwriter who made this fanfic. What other awards is this fanfiction fiction? Uh, earned on this podcast, Lizzie, because you, you and you awarded them, you know, a few weeks ago. So you can you can name like maybe seven of the other awards.
0: Exactly. I don't want to give them all away because I think some of them are still on the post, making their way to um the fanfic writer himself, Sam. Okay. Sammingway was that it? Was that the name of the?
1: Samming or herself?
0: Or herself? Excuse me. Mm. How mm. dare I? Mm be it so rude upon my own 2000... sex. <laughs> it's 2003, Lizzie. She's
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: Yes. Um uh, yes, wow. you did win a uh well, I'm so sorry. The the person who writes the fan fiction did win um a, is it a ra- a raspberry award? The rap the ras the raspberry the you won. I Woo! Think the,
1: the word you're looking for is the uh the BAFTA award. Is that's the uh that's the, the BAFTA for for, I think British television. Yeah, sure, that's what this is. Maybe, um, yeah. No, I mean, look, I I don't want to say anything that's not been said before. I don't want to go over. You know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's not I'm like gonna, you. I'm not gonna...
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> and best BAFTA scene for this episode goes to. Lizzie Heath. <laughs> no, I don't want to beat a dead horse when I say that this is the best uh, fanfic on this podcast. And we're going to get into the critically acclaimed fanfic uh, written by the ghostwriter himself. He, he's just sent me the latest draft of the of the next chapter, so you're hearing it hot off the press. Uh, in the amazing, epic, I don't know if it's fantasy, maybe fantasy, maybe fiction, non-fiction. Who's to say? Saga. That is strap in, strap down, and strap on.
0: Beautiful.
1: So, thank you so much. I'll give you a bit of a recap and the decap. Last week, Lizzie had just escaped the the mansion, the the house that that she's sort of being held captive in. She's She's gone in, hasn't been able to leave. She stumbles into the, the dungeon, finds out that, um, you know, she thought Leonardo DiCaprio was the host of the house and had been, you know, gracious guest, or a gracious host, but, you know, much like uh, a certain Jay Gra- uh, certain Jay Gatsby. But, truth be told... That's not actually Leonardo DiCaprio. You see, the real Leo has been tra- trapped and chained like a dog in the dungeon. And this imposter, a mere stunt double. A mere? Um, of Leonardo DiCaprio. A mere, that is correct, yes.
0: He makes a cameo? Um, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, he, he chained someone up in his room, all right. Um, not me. But, no, so Brett, the stunt double of Leo, has actually been forcing Leo captive underneath the house And, uh, you know, got a cult, it seems. And they're trying to slowly replace all these celebrities. And so Lizzie got out, tried to escape. Uh, She got out, but she needs to, she feels bad. She needs to free Leo. She needs to go back. And she tried to go to the police. You know, no luck there. They're in on it. (laughs) They're in on it. Like, they just can't help. So she's decided that she has to infiltrate, get back into the house, which she's done. She's she's caught them all unaware, you know, Leo, or sorry, Brett, I should say, thinks that, you know, oh, he's got to back to himself. But uh, Lizzie's got a plan and she's working on it hard. And that's why this next chapter, chapter 11, is a doozy. And the title of chapter 11 is called Fairy Bread.
0: Oh. international listeners because some of them actually don't even know what fairy bread is do you want to describe what that is i
1: i'll there is a part in the story where we get to it and i'll 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 fill a bit more details there like when when we get to that bit that's when that's when i'll get in perfect yeah but we can we can get into a big discussion a few questions about it i
0: have many many answers for you on fairy bread
1: (laughs) oh god all right let's begin. (laughs)
0: Wait we I'm so sorry to interrupt you already um we do need yeah. a theme song for this episode because our dear listeners have not yet put in any requests for a theme song So Sam um take it away. what is our theme song for today?
1: Thank you I've actually got something lined up. I'm just gonna find it now and then I'm gonna push play uh give me one second and I'll just play it now Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da- <says> Lizzie is back in Leo's house and she is back. Stop laughing at me. Lizzie is back in the house and she's back with a plan and she's up to no good for Brett. But Leo, she's gonna save because she can. She's gonna get him out, and she's gonna save him. But how is she gonna get him out of the house? Well, listen to the episode and don't be a mouse. Alrighty, thank <laughs> you.
0: Um, don't be um, a mouse. You've been warned.
1: That yeah. Well, I, I didn't. I mean, that was just a song I found on the internet. I thought that you know, eighty percent of it, you know, attain like was relevant to the chapter. Are
0: we gonna run um, into some, some of it copyright? Was just a bit
1: weird. Um, no, it was on a public site, you know, it was, um, was fine. Yeah, I th- I think so, I think so. So long as, um, because the rule is you can only, you know, it's like eighty the 80% rule, you know, so, so long as we don't mention any mice in this f- chapter, we'll be fine. Where I'm pretty sure that's how it works. All right, thank God for copyright laws. <laughs> well, welcome to Mensa. <laughs> chapter 11, <laughs> Fairy Bread. The next few days were pretty much the same from when Lizzie came back to Brett. He would drug her drinks and food every so often to keep her docile. Lizzie would pretend to consume them and then act very mellow, which, to be honest, is how Lizzie is most of the time. Burn from Sam. Lizzie would then have <laughs> Lizzie would then have her master bedroom all to herself, only to be visited by the fake Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert Pattinson every now and again. The fake Leo would pass the time by talking about his experiences on the Titanic. But Lizzie knew that these were actually Brett stories that he was using to make out like he was the star of the movie. He spoke with an almost bitter tone when recounting the stories of his antics on the filming of the movie, and was also giving quite a lot of credit to the stuntmen of the movie who, quote-unquote, without them, there wouldn't be any film. Lizzie had to bite her tongue to ask who Leo's stunt double was, as she knew that it would be giving the game away. Lizzie instead, very quietly, nodded her head along to Brett's stories until she pretended to fall asleep, at which point Leo would leave quietly. She started to notice that Brett would spend more and more time with Lizzie whenever she woke up, and that whenever he left, the fake Robert would always appear as if it were a coincidence. He would then watch Lizzie for a few hours and only leave when Brett came back. It didn't take her long before she realised that before she realised that they were taking shifts to keep an eye on her. And even at night, while pretending to be asleep, she could hear at least someone keeping their eye on her.
0: She could hear someone keeping their eye
1: on her. It's pretty
0: loud. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Oh my gosh, can you, you, know, you shut you up know... your eye? Like it's so loud right now. Oh
1: wait, do you ever do that where you're falling asleep and then you like you'll see a face and it's like you or you feel like something's watching you? That's the that's the you know, the style. But but that is a it's it's a unique feeling, that the sense of you know, your eyes are closed or like you're not even you can't see anyone, but you feel like someone's watching you. You know, like just makes mm-hmm. you skin
0: Um, The other thing I did want to bring bring up, and it was right at the very beginning, but can you please say the word docile again?
1: He would drug her drinks and food every so often to keep her doc. Dos- <laughs> to
0: keep her. I didn't think it was going to be that early in the episode. I <laughs> think you pronounced something <laughs> funny. <laughs> you were there, <literally> like fourth <laughs> word in <laughs> docile.
1: Okay. Docile. 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 Docile.
0: Dossal <laughs> Dossal docile, She was do-sal. very docile. Yeah? <laughs> 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 that is so <sehr> good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's your accent for the rest of the story. Yeah, tell me about the Titanic one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, moving on. <laughs> a few more days passed, and Lizzie had expressed that she wanted to leave the bedroom more and more. While a bit hesitant, Brett eventually let her, but he never left her side. They walked down the stairs and walked... They they just walked down the stairs and into the hallway. They now walked with arms interlocked with each other. I would be devastated if something happened to you, said Brett. Lizzie replied, Oh, don't... <laughs> Liz- <laughs> Lizzie replied, Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to jump off any more roofs. I learnt from my mistake. Again.
0: Is that implying that well, she did it again after that?
1: Well, there was the first time when you first met Lizzie. Oh, sorry, when you first met well, Brett. Then there was the second time when you fell down again. Um, I'm not, I'm not ruling out that it might not happen again in this chapter, so... <laughs>
0: It's an unusual tactic that she has, but I like it.
1: <laughs> I think that's why it works. I think it's like in, um, in Mission Impossible, you know, you've got they're like up to seven movies or something or six movies where Tom Cruise in the first one, like he dangles down, you know, from the ceiling with the lasers. In the second one, he's climbing up like a mountain or he's scaling a wall. Uh, in the, in like, the fourth one, he's climbing up the, the building in the fifth one, he's in a plane and then he's like swimming through this thing where he's got to hold his breath. So they've got to keep like putting him in more and more impossible situations. I think for you, it's just falling off roofs. I think like that's the, that's the moment that everyone in, in you know, the audience comes to see in the movie. They see you do that and like, that's Lizzie. She's done it. And then they you know, go off. There she goes again.
0: But I will kidnap my stunt double. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, it was the opposite way around. My son double-looking at me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then what's going to happen is we're going to see a body, like, fall off a roof and go, oh, my God, and then we're like, hang on a second. That's a Lizzie specialty, and then go over to where you are, and then you're just scurrying away <laughs> into the bushes. In any case, I want to make sure you don't have any more nasty accidents, so I'll make sure someone's always watching you. Always. <laughs> Brett paused before that last word, making Lizzie uneasy. She looked down the she looked at the doors as she went down the hallway. It seemed like yesterday when she had first walked down this hall and wondered what uh, and now wondered what other members of the cult may live behind each door. She faced straight ahead to look at the Nigella Lawson artwork. Her massive breasts hung down, making it very hard not to look at her. <laughs> she averted her gaze and glanced at Brett. Who himself was hypnotized by the portrait. They had just made their way into the kitchen, and Brett walked Lizzie to a seat near the bench. So, what would you like to make this time? Brett turned to the pantry doors, opened them, and began scanning the inventory. We could do a tart, maybe a little pavlova.
0: Later, Ooh. you can do a tart <laughs> later, Leo. <laughs> <Arrgh. Arrgh. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you got me. Lizzie then took off all her clothes. No. <laughs>
0: Try this pasty
1: time. (laughs) Uh, I'm changing it now. (laughs) (laughs) We could do a pastry. (laughs) Maybe a little pavlova. (laughs)
0: Later, try my pavlova. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Every time, every time. I think this is a different story.
1: (laughs) Lizzie was not paying attention at this point and was peering into the next room over, where the trap door that led to Leo lay. Try and say that five times very really quick. The trap door that led to Leo lay. Leo
0: lay. Leo lay. Leo lay. Leo lay. Leo, Leo, Leo lay. Leo, Leo. Oh, Leo, Leo
1: lay. <laughs> it had almost been two weeks now, and she didn't want to keep Leo waiting any longer. All she needed was to find the key. But it could be anywhere. She couldn't search for it while Brett was keeping by her side 24-7. She needed him out of the house so she could search for it. She turned back to look at Brett. She had an idea. What about some fairy bread cake? Lizzie suggested. Now, at this point, Lizzie, would you like to explain to the international listeners what fairy bread is, and then we can get into what fairy bread cake is.
0: Yeah, because that was my first question. I was like, I would love to discuss fairy bread, but I have no idea what the fuck fairy bread cake is. Cake? Wow. Fairy bread? They're separate things. (laughs)
1: Let's start with one basic concept. So fairy bread is... Um, i want to say an ancient australian tradition pastime where we get bread um you put butter on it and you're halfway there so after <laughs> just the stop there like really <laughs> <laughs> just, i mean it's just that bread with butter it's, not, it's no not delicious like bread it's like bland bread bland um but so the next step there is um and i again i don't know if this translates hundreds and thousands are a product where it's like Little, little, tiny, little specks of, you know, red, green, blue, yellow little balls. Um, Just made out of sugar. Rainbow. Rainbow. I mean, you know, all right, we'll get technical. Jesus. So you sprinkle them over and then what it becomes is fairy bread. Like the the little balls stick to the the butter. You eat it. You know, it's a nice buttery, sugary treat. Um, So that's fairy bread. And what I thought fairy bread cake was...
0: Can I just Um, stop you there? Because I have so many questions about fairy bread. Um, Yes. So fairy bread, I craved it when I was living in the US and the UK. Both times I was like, what's a bitch have to do to get some fairy bread around here? (laughs) because it's just one of those things that like in america the bread is too sugary we bought we bought stuff to make the ingredients of it they don't have hundreds and thousands but they have like the equivalent that you can use
1: what's what's the equivalent do you remember what it was called or <laughs> sugary balls
0: sugary balls of trash but it was <laughs> but their bread is too sugary But this very specific, like, wonder white bread that we have in Australia that is just perfect. Don't give me any of that wholemeal shit. We don't want any of that. No, disgusting. We don't want, like, lint seed or anything in those hundreds and thousands. Yes, Sam has a question.
1: I've got a question. What about pumpkin seed bread?
0: Get the fuck out of here. Those fairies will drown in those pumpkin seeds. Yes, Sam? Sam has a question over there.
1: Oh, yes, thank you. What about mixed grain bread?
0: Get the fuck out of here. We're talking wonder white. Yes, yeah, Sam has a question. Sorry, Sam. Uh,
1: now, this question actually um, is is for two reasons. One, it's the fairy bread debate. Also, I want to address racial inequality. What about black bread? What about wonder black?
0: Whoa. Actually, that... Huh? that <laughs> Huh? Um, that actually brings me to a, a very weird tangent that we're now going to go on. I was... Yeah. <laughs> we're now strap in, strap down, strap on. Because <laughs> uh almost got a story. Knowing that, this,
1: <laughs> knowing that this started from the most vaguest reference I could make to fairy bread. <laughs> yes.
0: Um. So I was once in a show called The Musicians, Where we, no joke, had to mime our instruments. We were not given the instruments. We had to mime it. And there was no joke scenes where we pretended we were playing these instruments as if the most amazing music in the whole entire world. Thank you so much. I was using a French horn. And it's the most embarrassing thing ever to pretend you're holding a French horn and just going... (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. My brother Quite said he was laughing so hard at me in the audience. He's like, <laughs> your face as you were miming that was so funny. But I like I had to watch YouTube videos of like how to hold it and make sure I was like literally doing like replicating that exact same face, but without any yeah. instrument there. But my only one of my only lines in this show was <laughs> it wasn't burnt toast, it was black bread. <laughs> That was literally one of my only lines in this show. So that really triggered what me. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: I don't even want to ask for the context of that. I'm just happy to give the rest of my life just gone. My,
0: my life, other go, line was only soap he knows is Enders. Ooh. Because... Well, not
1: only soap. No,
0: only soap. The only soap he knows is East Enders because he was so oh. stinky and smelly.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just you—you you just made a um, bit of an international reference there, so I will just say for anyone listening who's confused, soap is something that you use to clean yourself um, in the shower and in the bath. Um, just before anyone, you know, called in. But, but yeah, all right, no, that is—that's that <laughs> great. Um, all right, back to the fanfic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, back to what oh, a fairy right. bread cake is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, fairy bread cake. I'm just assuming it's like... Actually, don't uh, explain it, but uh, it's effectively what I think is just a bland cake that you cover in butter and then put hundreds of thousands on similar to the, that you would like a, a, a fairy bread.
0: <laughs> Sam, who hurt you? Can you get your mum in? This is like the third time I've asked I'm,
1: this. I'm looking it up. Fairy bread cake if it's a you
0: literally wrote this story how do you not know what you (laughs) put in
1: it yeah there's a fairy bread cake there's heaps of images of fairy bread cake i'm going to be posting pictures of fairy bread cake leading up to this episode coming out so that whenever when people are listening to this they'll be like yeah i've been seeing pictures of fairy bread cake all week what's going on like why does lizzie not know what's going on yeah god damn it i need to buy some hundreds and thousands
0: Yes, everybody should be watching, I mean, listening to this episode whilst having fairy bread. I guarantee you, somebody will message in and say, I really want fairy bread right now. I guarantee you, because the same happened with your episode all about New York cheesecake. Everyone was like, man, all I want is a New York cheesecake right now.
1: Well, now all I want is a New York cheesecake, but I'm going to eat my fairy bread cake first. Well, all I want is black bread
0: it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's not burnt toast. It's black breads.
1: <laughs> the only Enders he knows is a bar of soap. Interchangeable. All right. <clears throat> what about some fairy bread cake, Lizzie suggested. Hmm, no, we don't have any hundreds and thousands, but we can make any other type of cake. We can make a chocolate one, ice cream, carrot cake. But Lizzie didn't let him finish. Lizzie this, assumed Leo would have. What a salty have, dog! Okay. <laughs> oh, she saucy didn't bitch. even let him finish. <laughs> Lizzie assumed. She's like, Lizzie not anymore at this
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lizzie assumed Brett wouldn't have any hundreds of thousands. (laughs) What kind of middle-aged man does? And so she seized the opportunity. She began shouting over the top of Brett listing different cakes. But I want fairy bread cake! Lizzie screamed. Brett was taken aback. He said, but we don't have the ingredients. We can't make any... Lizzie stood up from the seat and climbed onto the benchtop. She began shouting incoherently and kicking appliances and food off the bench. She grabbed some plates and began throwing them across the room as they shattered, chanting, Fairy bread, fairy bread.
0: Yeah, fairy bread, fairy bread. (laughs)
1: Leo tried to calm her down and get her off the bench. And after a minute of this behaviour, Leo had to yell to be heard. All right, all right. I'll send someone down to get hundreds and thousands. Are you happy? Lizzie replied, No, no. You need to get them or else the cake won't be made with love. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, manipulative. (laughs) I thought that Lizzie was meant to be Russell. I can't remember how you said
1: it. Yeah. Brett looked at her with a puzzled complexion and Lizzie began climbing back onto the bench before Brett said, Okay, okay, fine, yes, I'll... I'll go get some then. Lizzie calmed down and sat back down on the seat by the bench. Thanks, Leo. You're a gem.
0: What a brat. (laughs) (laughs)
1: This is you. Yeah, (laughs) I
0: hate myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. At this point, Robert Pattinson slash Paul had come running down from upstairs and down the hallway. He stood in the doorframe and it took a few seconds of him looking at Brett and then Lizzie and then the mess at the kitchen before he spoke. I thought I heard a bit of a commotion, he said, trying to gauge what had just transpired. It's okay, it's all right, Brett responded. I'm just going down to the shops to get some groceries. Can you keep an eye on the place? He emphasised the last bit without drawing attention to it. (laughs) But he drew attention to it. Brett walked back to the hallway, and as he passed Paul... He paused and they had a quick exchange of whispers. He turned back before leaving and looked at Lizzie with a forced smile. <laughs> I'll be right back with those hundreds and thousands. He then went through the he then went through the hallway and out the front door. Lizzie's plan had worked. <laughs> it was a big risk, not knowing how Brett would have reacted, but it seems that he still believes Lizzie's naivety. Now she just had to deal with Paul. Lizzie bent down to begin picking up the items she'd thrown around. She looked back at Paul and said, passive-aggressively, ''Well, I guess I'll just clean up by myself.'' ''No, no, I'll help you,'' Paul responded and bent down next to Lizzie. (laughs) ''You know,'' Lizzie looked at Paul, biting her lower lip, ''there's something so sexy about a man who is willing to clean up. It shows... independence.'' (laughs) Paul didn't know what to say. Uh, right. Lizzie continued. <laughs> it makes me so sexy, oh my- man. <laughs> Get through
0: the (laughs) line Help Help (coughs) I just came in and no You need a trigger warning before that
1: (laughs) Lizzie continued It makes me so wet to see a sexy man Like you wiping up all that Dirt on the ground Paul looked at Lizzie and then looked away Visibly embarrassed He was too nervous to even look her in the eyes At this point Oh, yes, I suppose it's an appealing quality of someone. But before Paul could say anything else, Lizzie grabbed a frying pan from across the room and whacked Paul over the head with it as hard as she could. He sank to the floor lying face down and didn't move. Lizzie quickly got up and quietly ran down the hallway in case anyone else was in the house that she was aware of. She peeked through the front door window and couldn't see anyone there. Brett had left for good. No, Brett had left. Good.
0: Fred had left for good. Good. (laughs)
1: Good. (laughs) Good, good. She bolted up the stairs and ran past her room. She opened up some of the other doors in the area. Most of them were utility closets, wardrobes, or guest rooms. She went to the very last one and opened up the double doors to a massive suite that looked like it was its own open planned house. It was enormous. Throwback to your shit Oh,
0: (laughs) relax, okay? There's no (laughs) need for that.
1: (laughs) There were cabinets and dresses everywhere, displaying ties, watches and shoes in dozens of styles. There were faceless mannequins with designer suits spaced around the perimeter of the room, making it look like a David Jones store. Again, international reference, let's see.
0: So so for international listeners... um, that's a store like Bloomingdale's or something like that. It's a yeah, big yeah. um a big fashion house, would you say? What would you describe it as?
1: I'd describe it as a um like a sea um ghost. So he's like this ghost of the sea and what happens is he is actually a spirit that haunts uh, ships out on the ocean. Oh, you're talking about Davy Jones? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's okay. it. That was the joke. Yeah, we got yeah. that. Okay, sweet. i
0: Pfizer. <laughs> Hi,
1: Pfizer. Pfizer.
0: <laughs> dossal,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> no. I had a dossal of the Pfizer. Huh? Hi, Pfizer. <laughs> that's what I said to my nurse as soon as she put it in. I was like, "How Pfizer? Look at this guy." <laughs>
1: She knew, Lizzie knew that she was staring at the room of Leonardo DiCaprio. Slash Brett. Oh, okay. Brett's
0: room. Yeah. Okay. Brett slash Leonardo's room. Slash Leo. Slash Leo.
1: Slash Leo. Lizzie strode to the other side of the room where laid a massive king bed with silk sheets and golden bed knobs. Either side of the bed was a dark bedside table. Great writing, Sam. Wow. She began pulling drawers out and searched through them, but couldn't find any key. Lizzie moved to the clothes, dresses, and opened them. They were filled with clothes and accessories, but she couldn't find what she was looking for. She threw them all onto the floor in a panic, ransacking the room bit by bit. She ran back to the bed and flipped the mattress off the frame. She clawed at the fabric to rip the stitches off and randomly felt inside of the mattress, but couldn't be sure if there was a key in there. Before long, the whole room was in disarray, and so was Lizzie. She didn't know what she was doing and she didn't know how much time she'd have until Brett got back. She couldn't be sure where he would hide the key to Leo's chains. It could be anywhere. It could be on his person. It could be downstairs. It could be in plain sight. Lizzie jumped up. She ran out of the room, back down the stairs and down the massive hallway. She looked up at the portrait of the naked Nigella Lawson and grabbed the massive frame with both hands. She pushed it to one side and found that it could move with ease. She kept moving it until just around eye level, a small hole in the wall was revealed. There, she saw a single golden key.
0: Oh my gosh, you know what's funny about that? Literally earlier in this episode when you mentioned the Nigella painting, I was like, as if that isn't the trapdoor, like as if that isn't (laughs) like what you open. and then I was literally about to mention it and then I was like, oh, we can let it go. And then you brought up that it is, it hides something. Great minds,
1: great minds. We're so good. It's like you and me are writing this <laughs> together. She'd done it. Lizzie grabbed the key, ran through the kitchen and into the living room. She moved the carpet out of the way where the trap door was. She flung it open and ran down, not bothering to close it behind her. Lizzie took a second to adjust to the dim lighting. There were no lights on the tunnel. That, uh, there were no lights on in the tunnel this time so she was relying on the light coming through the trap door. As she went further and further into the labyrinth, it got harder to see, but as she went round the bend of the tunnel, she could see the light coming from the main communal area where she witnessed the cult's meeting. The room was well lit, and it guided her back up to the passage where she had first met the real Leo.
0: Was it um, well lit or like fully lit? It
1: was pretty fucking lit. Okay. Like,
0: just had to check how lit it was. <laughs>
1: fucking lit. <laughs> fucking,
0: fucking fucking lit.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty lit. Okay. Pretty lit. Uh, sick.
0: Yeah, sick. You can go yeah. On. Sick.
1: Yeah. I well, let me just finish on how lit this room was. Okay. On yeah. a scale of like a scale of one to ten, it was probably like bringing the vibe of the party up. Whoa. So
0: That's pretty yeah, lit.
1: That's. Pretty lit, bro. Yeah. Pretty lit, fan. Wow. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty dishes If you Whoa. ask me. Pretty, pretty dope. You know. <laughs> pretty um. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Pretty boss.
0: Whoa. Was it boss or was it bouse?
1: I mean, there was a level of bouse there. <laughs> like yeah. One could say yeah. that bouse was a word that described this room.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so thank goodness yeah. it wasn't dorsalia.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Let it go. I can't speak English, okay? I don't know what it It's certain. a
0: second language for you. I get it. I get it. It's, it's hard, hard, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. You know. I'm, I'm just reading the words that were written onto this paper. Like, I didn't choose what words were there. I didn't realise that as I was typing the word docile, that I'd have to be reading it out and forced in front of everyone to say it incorrectly. And I probably said it again wrong. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> Every time he says it, goes, take a shot. <laughs> it's so-
1: Docile, 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 docile. <laughs>
0: it's so docile. <laughs> <laughs> docile. Uh, how
1: do you say it? docile?
0: No, that's how you <laughs> say it.
1: Docile.
0: Yeah, but like less weird. Just like let it, let it go.
1: Docile.
0: Yeah, beautiful. English. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Love what you do with it.
1: She ran to the door, opened it, and could see Leo, chained up. "'I got it! I got the key, Leo!' She began, panting from the exertion of the energy from running all over the place. She stepped closer towards Leo. But there was something different from last time. He had a gag over his mouth. Lizzie trailed off as she approached, and could now see that his eyes were wide and looking over Lizzie's shoulder. Before Lizzie could turn, she heard a massive thud followed by blinding pain. She fell to the ground and rolled over to see Brett hiding behind the door. Hmm, that was a nice try, but you can't fool an actor, Lizzie. You're not an actor, Brett.
0: You're just an extra.
1: You're docile. (laughs) (laughs) The pain Lizzie felt was growing and she couldn't cope. Her eyes began to close and her mind drifted to nothing. End of chapter 11.
0: Oh my gosh. So he, like, concussed her.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of concussing going on in this uh, story. What?
0: How many yeah, times that's... has Lizzie been concussed in this story?
1: I mean, here's my thinking, you know. Okay. Because we haven't I'm heard visioned. from you
0: all episode on
1: your thinking. No. No. If we could just a bit of the, you know, a bit of the inside the mind of and Davis, please. So... What I, what I think is happening right now is um the artist or the writer, the author, whoever that is, is trying to symbolise, you know, a fade to black from scene to scene. And the only way that he can do that is to make the main character physically fade to black every single time. And I think it's a, it's a really poetic and, like, on, you know, a bit on the tip of the tongue approach, you know, not too, not too in your face, you know. I mean, to the... The untrained eye, you know, to the keen observer, they they, they know what's going on. But yes, yeah, so what did you think of chapter eleven of the fanfic?
0: Um I loved it. I'm actually like I'm absolutely craving fairy bread now, for sure. That um, Same. yeah, that is something that I will be looking in my cupboard tonight to see if I can make because I don't have Wonder White bread actually, so maybe I can't. But I will, I will attempt in the next couple of days, and if I can get it up before the podcast episode, um, I'll be very, very happy. But back to the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've got a, I've, I've got a question. What about Tip Top bread? Can Tip Top bread be used for fairy bread?
0: Samuel, what T- is this TikTok bread you speak of? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> We do not live by TikTok. bread alone, but by TikTok bread.
1: Tip, tip, top, tip, top bread.
0: What, what were you raised on? What is that?
1: What is that? Coles. It's like the Coles bread. Tip, it's like to- the Coles bread.
0: <laughs> Coles. I was raised <laughs> by Coles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just the way
0: oh. you yelled that. Coles. I was raised <laughs> by
1: <laughs> it's the cold bread. I've
0: never heard of this kind of bread before.
1: Tip top bread. Top
0: tip, tip of the top. <laughs> oh, later, Leo. <later.
1: laughs> Put some hundreds and thousands on it. Maybe it it dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of uh, the old hundreds and thousands on the uh, old damper, if you know what I mean. On the old... <laughs>
0: All been there. All been there. The regular coming of age story in australia
1: <laughs> emphasis on the coming move on what do you stop i'm over this i'm over it yes thoughts
0: oh smutty yes back to the actual episode smart <laughs> i was raised by Coles oh, i'm <laughs> always going to think of that now every time i go there i'm like oh this raised sam <laughs> what a terrible job you've done. Thank you, Coles.
1: Every decision I've ever made is because of, um, you know, Coles. So I uh, just got to thank you. Coles, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Please sponsor us and give us some tip-top bread so that Lizzie can make her fairy bread.
0: Yeah, never tried it. Very keen now. Um, so what did I love about the episode? It's hard. There's there's a lot to choose from, Sam. <laughs> oh, what a good episode. Wow. <laughs>
1: I'm I mean, let, I mean, let, let's start with the main one. I, you know, it was there was a certain line that just absolutely keyed you off like.
0: <laughs> I just never saw that line coming. I didn't think that was where the story was going. And then, yeah, you really just like, chucked it in there, and it
1: shook Hard me. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I... A real pivot, and yeah, it shook I was, me.
1: I was, I was trying to make it that you were seducing him. You know, I got that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You and, don't uh, usually yeah, use yeah. that word unless you're trying to.
1: Look, so long as you got it, I'm key. I'm confident the fans will get it too. So that's good. I don't think we need to address that anymore.
0: Yeah, it wasn't to seduce you or anything. It was just a normal conversation that Lizzie was having with Paul. <laughs> I'd be like,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> this bit I actually put in as we were talking. It was just a bit of improv. <laughs> you know, just nothing to do with the story
0: um yeah i loved (laughs) i loved when i chucked my little hissy fit i think how in character wow (laughs) wow that is just like me this morning (laughs) um no (laughs) what a um bitch (laughs) you know um but i thought it was very it was good It was good. You know, it was in line with her character. Uh, She's very manipulative. Um, She's very Mm, me. Yeah. It's probably a tactic I would use at some point, to be honest.
1: Is it something that you have done in the past?
0: Yeah, and that's why I don't think I liked it. It was like holding a mirror to me. (laughs) You know? And you see your flaws in the mirror and you don't like it. You know? (laughs)
1: After this episode, you've realised how manipulative, seductive, and sexy you are.
0: Later, Leo. Later, pretty boy. Later, Leo. Um, yeah, no, you write. A hundred and th- th- thousands. I
1: I was so close to writing in the line, like, you great hunk of spunk.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. I'm, yeah, what a missed I opportunity.
1: Know. I know. Maybe next maybe next week.
0: Next, let's see. Yeah. She's like concussions waking up. She's like, You big hunk of spunk it's like, Oh Lizzie's lost it. Too many concussions to the head
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh eventually I th- I feel like I mean, I have written ahead, but, you know, anything could happen. Let's, maybe all these concussions will take a toll on you. Like, it seems like it
0: should at this point.
1: <laughs> I mean, it seems like it has. Like, the behavior that you're going through, it's like all over the shop.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm very glad that the portrait of um, our dear Nigella Lawson was used appropriately as like, a sort of form of um, trapdoor or hidden door, if you will, to. Um, find the key to the, to the chamber of secrets as I'm now going to call it. Um, and I, yeah, I, I found that it was all very visual, the entire performance. Um, it, it felt like I was watching a movie. So I think you really captured all the elements very well. And, um, I just want to know what did Lizzie receive the blow to the head with? What was the instrument used?
1: Um, Brett's cock. it was it was like a just a big swing.
0: It was the knob from that from that bed
1: <laughs> um <laughs> yeah look I haven't said anything uh, you know yet but well I mean I mean it that or it's a detail that I just have not included but you know either way <laughs> next week or next chapter we'll find out. Is she
0: you bleeding? Know.
1: Um, possibly. Who's to say? You know, like... you know, when Is you it
0: that time of the month, am like... I right? Is that why she was throwing such a fit in the kitchen?
1: Am I right, ladies? What? <laughs> ladies. Like, I don't know, fellas, if you've noticed this about women, but they... There's a certain, there's a certain time of the month where they just... Just fucking loses it like fellas like, ladies what's going on like i reckon this is my new career my career is like uh and a, a male heterosexual comedian that's just going like fuck like, and where's all this blood coming from like what's going on like it's just it's filling up uh it's just it's a lot it's a lot now guys let's get back to the real stuff now uh, yeah, all right. So anyway, me and the mates were watching footy at the pub, and uh, we were just, uh, we were just saying like, you know, women are bitches, you know. Like we were just, we were just like, you know. And there's probably like a few of them in the crowd tonight, but like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thank you. That was my set. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I'm glad you liked this uh this chapter of the fanfic. So I, I, I will say we're getting, you know, closer and closer to the, the the penultimate ending, you know, what's gonna happen in the next few chapters, you know, it's what is, you know, Lizzie gonna get out of this alive? Is Leo? What's gonna happen to Brett?
0: I'm a bit scared at this point because I mean this is her second time this is her first time actually like officially being found out that she knows where it is, but it's her second time like being caught and brought back in, and there there was talk like I think it was was it last chapter? There was talk of an operation, and now I'm very yes. very afraid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well you should be because Lizzie is no longer docile, and all is out. The cat has, you know, come out of the bag. It's out for everyone to see.
0: My pussy is um... out for everyone to <laughs> see. <laughs> everyone to see.
1: It was on display for Robert Pattinson before, and now everyone can see it (laughs) just lying out there, spread on the kitchen floor. (laughs) But yes, no, I'm glad you enjoyed this week's chapter of the fanfic.
0: I did. You never cease to amaze me with how crazy these storylines can get i love it every single episode i'm like wow how did it get there how are we how are we dealing with this why is this our lives why are we doing fanfic updates what is this
1: i think the answer to most of those questions is i can't write very well and so i'm taking a lot of hard lessons and rights and then you're like wow i didn't stop what a twist and i'm like oh it was probably just me writing not well so no i think you've
0: ourselves. done an amazing job oh. once again. Well yeah, I, done.
1: Yeah, I cannot wait to see what what tri- not triggers, but I cannot wait to see your expressions and reactions in the next few chapters. Bit of sizzle,
0: or bit of sizzle, bit
1: of, sizzle. Oh, bit of, sizzle? <laughs> bit of wet sizzle. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we wrap it up for another episode of Do you reckon we can meet Leo for this week?
0: We absolutely should. Yeah. I think we're. I think we're all we're all leo fanficed out at this point. Let's get docile for the rest of the
1: night. I mean just a quick recap we've we've touched on docile we've touched on fairy bread we've touched on your wetness like there's I don't I think we've covered all of the criteria for the episode it's all done so on that note guys so profoundly true guys. You can uh, reach us on social media. You just got to search for Reckon We Can Meet Leo on Facebook or Instagram. Or if you want to send us a cheeky little email, just send it our way at do you we can meet Leo at gmail.com. But until then, lovely listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we cannot wait to see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Wonder if you and I can meet that guy.
1: What's his name? Oh, that's right, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, with Lizzie Heath,
0: and also with that other guy, I think his name was Sam,
1: I think, the podcast.